Welcome to the Forging Honor Podcast. I'm Jonathan George. And I'm Benjamin Jones. Here at The Forge, we explore what it means to live as Christian men. Along the way, we'll be doing weekly challenges to build character through action. We are by no means experts, just two young Christian men trying to make sense of a wild world. That's right. We're doing our best to learn and hope you'll join us on the journey. And if you want to get directly involved, go to forginghonor.com to find information on how to join our Discord. This is episode one. What is honor? That is that is ultimately a large question, as we were discussing it's before be the a, episode. A, a lot to bite off, but we're gonna we're gonna do it the the good parts version, as they say. Ideally, uh, the short and sweet of what is honor. So I was looking up uh, just some basic definitions. You know, what does the world define honor as? Merriam-Webster, good old good old Webster, has a wide variety of definitions, but most of them have to do with having some sort of good name, meriting respect of some sort. Um, the third definition just on the Miriam Webster website is a person of superior standing. Uh, that, that would be having honor could be having an exalted title or rank. Uh, but we want to focus on honor from specifically a Christian perspective, because I think, you could say someone is an honorable man, but what does that mean? Like, what are you judging that by? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're going to need some some standard to measure that up against. And I think one thing that's interesting to look at um, before even getting to a you know maybe a biblical or a Christian understanding of what honor is is to take a historical look at what what honor right. is. How is uh, how is that word uh, used? And I think one of the most interesting places to look at that um, is honor is almost talked almost always talked about. Well, that's a little excessive, but often talked about um, in relation to dying in battle um, in some really interesting ways. I mean, you, you talk about the Vikings, um, you know, you have to die with honor essentially in order to get to Valhalla. Um, and that's, that's, you know, part of the, part of the way you get in. Um, I've been obsessed with honor as a concept uh, ever since I was uh, a little kid, having seen the movie uh, Henry V, Kenneth Branagh, highly recommend um, where he gives the famous band of brothers speech, you know, we few, we happy few, we band of brothers, um, where basically he he says to his men who are outnumbered in France that, um, you know, it is it is worth more for us to die with honor uh, in service of our country uh, than if you know if we if we won this battle by outrageous odds, um, and he says you know the fewer men the greater share of honor. Um, and, and that's always just been fascinating to me um, that that you can there's a way that you can die as a way you can live um, that is is more valuable in a, in a sort of way um, that has more substance because you're doing it with honor um, I don't know Jonathan if you've thought about that very much or if that's the way that you've come across honor well it's interesting the concept of the fewer men there are in the battle the more honor to share around um, makes me think of, of Gideon in the old Testament, actually, because there's this whole sense of, you know, the Lord says to Gideon, you know, you have too many men, you have too many men, keeps making him get rid of men before he goes to battle. And he ends up going to battle with 300 men against thousands, um, which just the odds are not in his favor in that sense. (laughs) But the whole point of that is God doesn't want Gideon to win with so many men and then, 
think that they've won the victory for themselves. Right. Right. And they're, they're if it's to... if it's the fewer men, then the honor from that battle goes to God. Right. right. They wouldn't have been able to win it without God. Right. Yeah. And that's that's actually the same thing happens in Henry V. Um, at the end of that uh, you know battle scene, spoiler alert from 1415 AD, um, Henry V <laughs> and his men win the battle against the French um, in uh, in a, a surprising victory. Um, and all of his men, all of Henry's men kind of gather around him at the end and say, you know, is it, is it not right that we should uh, kind of say how many were killed and how many we, we defeated? And Henry says, yes, uh, with this, with this uh, said as well, that God fought with us. Um, and he's like, you know, he makes this really big deal about, you know, this is not our battle. This is God's battle. Um, and as they collect the dead in the movie, it's a, it's a beautiful scene and well worth looking up. Um, and watching the whole movie. Um, but as they collect the dead, uh, he instructs them, instructs them to sing No Nobis Ente Deum, um, which is a Catholic uh, burial song um, taken from Psalm 115, um, the first first verse of that, which is, uh, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to thy name be the glory. Um, and it's a really uh, stirring and, and beautiful uh, tearjerker of a scene, um, just because you see that this is, you know, these men uh, lived and lived and died uh, according to a certain code, uh, according to a certain way. Um, and in their death, uh, they didn't seek their own glory, uh, but they sought the, you know, to protect the life of their king uh, and to glorify their God. Um, and there's a real beauty and power and strength to that. It's interesting there that, in a sense, there's more honor well, there definitely is more honored to live and die for someone other than yourself, mm-hmm. right? We don't say you're an honorable person because you watch out for number one. Yeah. Like, that's not an honorable thing to do. You might be, you might have wealth, fame, power, whatever, and, and be considered an honorable person. But the only way to do that at that level is be in- incredibly generous with what you have and be living for others regardless of what you have, right? Yeah. And I, I think one thing that I've been reflecting on a lot lately um, is um, there's a sort of uh, I, I think there's an, a, an element in, in modern masculinity that we're missing um, that I think has been a common thing for us to miss since since the Garden of Eden, um, which is right. that we uh, we as men are are failing to take responsibility um, for our actions um, right. and for how our actions affect those around us. I mean, well. We do love to take responsibility for our actions if it's like, look what I did, look how strong and powerful and or witty or whatever mm-hmm. it is, look how amazing I am. Then we love that. But the moment it's some other, it's something that doesn't reflect well on us. We're saying, well, I, that was someone else's fault. Yeah, or or even you know, I'm not responsible for how you feel about what I say. Right. You know, that's that seems to be like, you know, everybody thinks that's what a that's what a man is is someone who who doesn't care about what anybody thinks of him. Um, and there's an element to that where that's, that's true, but I think it's, it's really about, you know, what are you holding to? Where is, where is your code? I mean, Adam's original sin is that he, you know, fails to take responsibility for his role in the mm-hmm. garden. Um, and he doesn't, he doesn't step up and say, no, we're not eating the fruit. Um, that's, that's his original, you know, failure of, of taking responsibility. Um, and I think it's what makes, you know, superheroes like uh, Spider-Man so compelling is, you know, it's without, with great power comes great responsibility and he's willing the to... The offset line. 
he's willing to take uh you know i think what's great about spider-man 2 uh the movie is it's so countercultural because peter parker is saying you know i i can't have any of the things i want because i have this responsibility um Mm. and uh i think i think peter parker is a man with great honor i think he's a very honorable man um even though i don't think he would necessarily agree with our uh established biblical moral compass right right but I, well, and it's it's interesting because you you look at the world, and maybe you'll say someone is honorable, but what what are they basing that on, right? Because kind of going back to as men, it, it's both yes, we shouldn't care what people think about us in in one sense, right? You know the whole well, we shouldn't uh, be swayed from stones. the truth. We shouldn't be res- right. swayed from our responsibility. We shouldn't we shouldn't care that people think oh those those christians they're so silly no we shouldn't care about that but we should care what god thinks about what we're doing Mm -hmm. there is there's at least one person who we should care about thinks what we're doing um and then because we are surrounded by christian brothers and christian sisters we should care what they think uh insofar as their thinking is in line with god's thinking and and we have a responsibility i mean you and i are are married we both have a responsibility to you know uh take care of our spouses in the sense that there are there are things that they want and need that we don't want and need, um, right? But we have to sacrifice our rights for their. You know, we have to lay down our life for them, and I think that's a a beautiful, difficult part of of any Christian walk. But I think particularly uh, the masculine walk, and that gets into a little bit of what we were talking about before we hit record the the concept of having honor versus being honorable um having honor is something that people look to you as that person has honor but to be honorable is to live according to that moral compass according to that code not not in an idealist sort of way but in a um what you know here here's what god would have me do and here's what i as a christian man ought to do yeah and that being being honorable thus bestows honor not not to you but to god Right. right. To have honor as a Christian man is to be a godly man living according to scripture. Yeah. Well, and we talked about um, as well a little bit before we hit record. Um, there's it's it's honor in some senses is what we're created for. It's our, our the Greeks would use the term telos. Um, right. It's it's our created purpose. Um, and, and Aristotle talks about uh, in his poetics, this is talking about uh, characters, but in, in plays, but. Uh, action reveals character. Uh, so what you do reveals who you are and what you mm-hmm. think you are created for and who you think your creator is. Um, and Jack London, uh, in his book called the wild talks about this concept of, of dying in the traces, you know, these dogs who are pulling the sled in the Yukon, they have no desire except to kind of be, be in the middle of their, their work, um, when they die. And I think there's something just beautiful and, and incredible about that concept. Um, that I think when, when you have honor, when you're in your created purpose, um, you, you have a, a feeling of being alive in a, in a new way, even when you're doing something small. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of leads us into our, our first forging honor challenge, um, which is, uh, you know, in order to, to do this uh, well, in order to have this idea of dying in the traces um, or living with honor, um, you need to know what you are purpose is you need to know what you are uh created for um and that takes some solid reflection 
Um, so uh, JJ and I, for the last couple of uh, days, couple of weeks, um, have been uh, in the habit of, of keeping a uh, what we call an honor journal or a philosophy journal, um, which is kind of an ancient practice. If you look at Marcus Aurelius, uh, the old Roman uh, emperor, he did something similar, where you're just taking some time out of your day, um, you know, be two, three, four minutes, um, and just writing down um, what is it that uh, what is it that honor means uh, to you in this moment? What does it look like today to live with honor? Um, what is a biblical understanding of, of how honor might apply to your, uh, your day to day? Um, that kind of a thing. And, um, I, I don't know about you, JJ, but for, for me, this has been incredibly helpful, um, on just kind of, even just the, the getting in the habit of writing something down every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've gotten to know myself much better, um, when I'm not spending the whole day looking at a, a phone, but, you know, taking some solid time to self-reflect. Um, and it's also right. pushed me to scripture more because um, now I've had to to think, oh, if this is uh, this is what I think about myself, uh, I need to find a good antidote in in scripture. Um, I don't know if you have any exactly to add to that. It, well, in, in in that process, you're discovering the compass by which you live honorably. And so, as you as you keep this honor journal, I would encourage anyone doing this challenge alongside us to reflect on and reference uh, any scripture that that either comes to mind or that they're reading daily. Uh, for me, I think I, I, I think of kind of the honor compass as the book of Proverbs in many ways. That for young men especially can be, uh, it, it's very direct and it's very clear as to here, here's the wise thing, here's the unwise thing, here's what a fool does, don't be the fool. Uh, and that can be a great way to direct your thoughts as you explore what is honor. Yep. Uh, and uh, also looking at uh, the Psalms, of course, are also a beautiful place. And, and even just the life of Christ uh, and and he, his version of honor is going to look very different from, I think, what our expectation uh, is. But it's a, it's a great place to go. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Forging Honor. This has been the Forging Honor podcast. For more information about what we do or to learn how to get involved, visit our website at forginghonor.com. On the website, you'll find information on how to do the challenges alongside us, as well as links to the many resources we mention in the show. And we do make a small amount from any purchases you make through our website links, so thank you in advance. Thanks for taking time with us today. We hope you'll take up the work alongside us and join us in the task of forging honor. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.